Hi, my name is Nina Bosky, and I'm the host of a special investigation series of Maryland Behind the Icon during the 60th anniversary of the star's death, where we'll look into the mystery and break down for you, the audience, of what the facts are versus the lies around the star that have been plaguing her for over six decades. We have some of the top Maryland experts with me on the panel. Gary Vitaco Robles, icon, lifetimes in films of Marilyn Monroe, and April Via Via, now Chambers, Marilyn Monroe, A Day in the Life, and Donald McGovern, Murder Orthodoxies, a non-conspiracy view of Marilyn Monroe's death. Each week, we will break down for you what is fact, what is probable theory, and what is outlandish rumor. In June of 2020, Mark Shaw investigates in his book, Collateral Damage, the connection between the mysterious deaths of motion picture screen siren Marilyn Monroe, President John F. Kennedy, and What's My Line TV star and investigative reporter Dorothy Kilgallen. Well, this book, we decided to break it down in small bites so that you can start to digest for yourself really what is fact, what is a probable theory, an outlandish rumor. So all season long during the special investigation series, we will be breaking down different books, potentially documentaries, and really start to answer some of your questions because there are so many rumors that are plaguing this story. And I think all of the Maryland experts and fans are basically saying enough is enough. So let's get started this week with the internet in terms of photos and being cropped. So let's start with the Crims after party from the JFK birthday event back in 1962. Well, the after Marilyn sang happy birthday to JFK on May the 19th, there was an after party at the Crims penthouse. And the only known photograph ever taken or has survived, shall we say, of Marilyn, Bobby Kennedy, and John Kennedy together was taken at that after party. But the problem with the photograph is whenever it's presented in books or magazines, it's always cropped. And it's cropped in such a way to give the appearance of something sinister is happening. They're alone talking, which was not the case at all. They were surrounded by many people. Yeah, exactly. And this, this is a Cecil Stoughton photograph that was taken at Arthur and Matilda Krim's townhouse in New York. And in the full photograph, you can see Arthur Schlesinger Jr., um, Harry Belafonte, and even Monroe's escort for the evening, her former father-in-law, Isidore Miller. Yeah, when you start looking at the real premise, and we address this certainly in our Behind the Icon series that we really speak to this. And I have to tell you, you know, from somebody looking from the outside in originally on this story, if I'm just looking at a good story and I'm not looking at the facts, I mean, it feels juicy. It feels very factual. And the reality is, though, if you give it a broader lens, you're going to see a lot more than a sinister plot. So there's also an assertion that a photograph of two men rolling Marilyn's body into her house is completely false. Why do you say that, Donald? Well, because the picture is, was not taken at Marilyn's house. It was not taken on Fifth Hill on the Drive. It Where was, was it taken? It was obviously taken at the cemetery. 
Pierce Brothers. What's the name, Gary? Pierce Brothers. Village At the time, it was Cemetery. Westwood Memorial Park Cemetery. And I think we have to hold the, the media actually accountable for this confusion because there is no known footage of Monroe's body being removed from her home. And that is because Patricia Newcomb was on the scene and she ordered the press off the grounds and had the gate closed. And there are some photographs that you can find online of her standing in front of the gate with a police officer. And there is a press photographer who has straddled the wall of Monroe's house and actually got some footage that appeared in the original televised announcement of Monroe's death, where you see a white 1957 Ford driving out of the driveway through the gates. And that is the only image that we have of Monroe's body being removed. And so the press chased that white vehicle to Westwood Village, where Monroe's body was then placed in the mortuary until a black van arrived to bring the body to the Hall of Justice for the autopsy. And so in that original footage, they splice the image of Monroe's body coming out of two French doors into a black van. And they splice it so that you think it's being removed from her home, but that was at a building behind the chapel where Monroe's funeral was held. And in fact, if you look very closely at the black paint of the exterior of the van, you can see the reflection of the A-frame chapel in it. And so I have seen many references of the photograph or video, and it's labeled as Monroe's body being removed from her house, but it, it simply isn't. And I, and guess, I just want to say something here, Gary, and the way that you're framing this up. And I think this is a call out to all media. We see this all over the place, even more so today where we have social media, we have all these different outlets and people wanna be the first to get the story out there. But I think we have to hold ourselves as media professionals to a higher standard because cropping out things that are just not true is not acceptable. It wasn't acceptable back in 1962. And guys, in 2022, it shouldn't be acceptable as all. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this series to get the public to, to wake up to the truth versus do you want to just have a good story? Do you want a good and, story? And, and this is, you know, it's really easy to find this information. You know, you go on Corbis, you go on the various stock footage photography websites, and you can trace, you know, Monroe's body leaving the property, going to the mortuary, going to the Hall of Justice, then being returned to the mortuary. And there's many, many photographs. So if you just dig a little deeper, you can actually tell the story through the photograph. So, you know, my expectation would be that investigative journalists who have access to this information now would use it and deliver historically accurate stories. Yeah, we don't want to miss the main point of what Shaw is doing here. This is particularly egregious, in my opinion, because he writes that this photograph depicts two men, perhaps from the mortuary, wheeling Marilyn's covered body, not out of, for whatever reason, but into her home on the day she died. Well, that's just a complete falsehood. So what's the moral of the story? Well, when you're looking at the Marilyn Monroe story, you have to watch that the photos that you're looking at haven't been altered to fit the story. 
Now, doesn't this sound a little bit familiar? So the moral of the story is things are not always what they seem. So how much is this happening today in the media? It's happening all over the place. So you got to be that extra careful critic and maybe Google the photo or photos and see where else you can find it. Look for the source as you look for the truth. So until next time, I'm Nina Bosky with the entire team of experts for the special investigation series of Maryland Behind the Icon, where the truth will be known. Mm-hmm.